y'all. It's your boy Trader Reels from Real Ass Conversations. And it's uh, Labor Day, September 6th. And man, yeah, we lost a, a great black actor, Michael K. Williams. A lot of y'all know him from The Wire or from Lovecraft Country. I mean, they found him in his apartment today in New York. And I don't know, man. I just feel like there's just too much death going on right now, man. I mean, if you don't like cherish your life and cherish your loved ones, man, do that shit now. But I just wanted to take a, a quick uh, moment of silence for Michael K. Williams. Thank you, man. It's you know, it a blessing uh, to even watch your work. You're an actor, so you know the show must go on, so... We're going to get into our episodes today. It's your boy Trader Realist from Real Ass Conversations, episode number 35. And I got me a real special guest in the building. <laughs> Go all the way back in the trenches of Missouri, man. Like, this is a real cool cat, man. One of the funniest dudes I know. One of the purest spirits I know. My boy DJ Big John. I'm going to let you introduce yourself, my guy. What it do, man? Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Um... Appreciate you having me in today, man. It was a, it was a pleasure having me, um, man. I, the, the, these podcasts is really doing something to me, man. I'm just glad I can be a guest. Word, man, and yeah, my my boy Miles the type of guy that drop knowledge every now and then. I just stick with you, and I remember we was having a conversation. Uh, I think it's probably like a year ago, but you know, I was like. Uh, I met a girl, she had a kid, and I was just like, yo, I don't really know about dating a girl with a kid. I don't think I'm at that point. I don't know whether I'm not mature enough or whether it's just not me. So I hit my boy Miles to get some advice, and he was pretty much was just like, yo, just do it, man. He was like, I'm with a girl right now with kids. And I said, for real? He was like, yeah, for for real. And I was just like, bro, like, like, like you'll be a stepfather? And he was just like, yeah, why not? And I was just like, yo, like a lot of guys don't have enough courage or even, you know, enough. I don't, I don't know what the right word is. They don't have a, a, enough goodwill to pretty much do right by some kid and raise them, even though that's not his blood. And, you know, to hear my boy Miles say it and him him just saying it like, you know, like, yeah, like, why, why, like, why not? Like, that's not even a question to even consider. I was just like, damn, I kind of want to get into his psyche a little bit. So I, I just want to know, why are you okay with being, like, why are you okay raising another, another person's kid? Like, you don't feel like that uh, connection your girl had with the father of her kid may interrupt anything y'all might have in the future? No, nah, not at all, man. It's kind of crazy that you said that. Uh, first thing that you said that kind of spoke out to me was uh, courage. And it's something that I kind of seen firsthand because I had a stepfather myself. And um, he was like really, he was a man of, you know, man of honor, um, loyal. Um, I watched him treat my mom like a queen. And he treated me the same growing up as if I was his. And, uh, you know, before him, you know, my mom was just a single mom. You know, she was, uh, you know, doing things on her own. And it was some things that I needed to have as, you know, as a son growing up. That I needed, that I needed for as a father, and like uh, I didn't have that until when I was about ten. I had my stepfather come in my life, um, and he was more so like, you know, cool with everything. And I didn't have to call him daddy; just told me to call him L. 
you know, really cool. Never really, never touched me, never really tried to discipline me or anything like that. It was more just like a, a, a personal mentor, someone who can really guide me on what I was going through in life. And man, like shit, bro, that, that, that really, you know, I, I didn't realize how much he impacted my life until I got older, you know, more so when I was like, you know, getting ready to go to college and stuff. And it was just more so like he set a standard and it was more so I expected him to be there every day. And he was ever since he came in my life. And he loved me and my mom, my sister. When my sister had kids, he, he loved, loved my, my nieces. And, you know, shit, bro, like seeing things firsthand, bro, you be like, I can I can be a man. I can be a man of a, of a family. Actually, going into college, I was always like, man, I never have a kid, or I never get in a relationship with a girl that got a kid, or I never do that. But that was years ago. I was young. My life was different, you know. Like I didn't, I didn't expect the same things that I expect now, you know. And now, and I guess that's uh, towards maturity. But um, I got with a girl that I really liked. I fell in love with her. And like, you, it's only right that you fall in love with the with the with the kid. And it was it happened it happened naturally and it happened genuinely. It was more so like he was cool. He he already kind of looked up to me, and you know, as a kid, you know, some of the things that I like, he likes. Shit, I like shoes. He likes Jordans. He like forces. You know, you want to be an athlete. You know what I'm saying? He. He 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 de, he admires the things that I did, and he have a desire of doing the things that I I did. Now, well, him growing up, man, so it's kind of like a lot of similarities. It's easy to 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 know things that he may need and want, and it's kind of like was it hard at first. It wasn't hard because the woman itself allowed me to be a man. No, I mean, oh. like, was it hard for you to accept L as your father? Hey, man. Hey, it's funny that you said that. Um, the first few months, I would say yes, because I didn't have structure. I didn't have structure in my life. I come in the house, play the game. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I come in the house, do whatever, you know, play the game, take a shower, play the game, talk on the phone, talk on my mama's cell phone at night. You know what I'm saying? It's 12 o'clock at night. I'm six, you know, I'm in fourth, fifth grade. You know what I'm saying? And your mama, your mama gonna love your son. She gonna give you whatever she gonna, she gonna, she she can give you. And that's where a, a father, where he can lay that law and structure and standard down and and brick. That's what he did. He came in and it was just like, like Kim, this this. This dude, ten years old, and he on the phone at eleven years old, twelve. Like, who who can he be talking to? Like, what is he talking about? Get get off the phone. Get him off the phone now, and you know. What what was you talking about? Nothing. I was talking about nothing. Going to the palace. Going to the palace. What, 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 what's, what's the palace? What, you know, my, the, you know, my 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 my, 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 my my boy from St. Louis, I said my whole audience is not from St. Louis, they're from all over the place, so explain what the palace is. You're right, all right, so the palace 
Everybody in St. Louis know what the Palace is. Shout out St. Louis. You know what's going on, man. It used to be lock-ins every Friday. Well, not every Friday. It would probably be at least twice out the month. You know, lock-in from 8 to 8 or 8 to 6 in the morning. You know, we used to talk about, you know, we go up there. You got the you got the skating rink, and then you got this little room where it's like a little party room where they playing DJ. You got it in the DJ booth, and there are girls in there. A little booty shaking. A little, a little booty shaking. And you, okay. I'm four. I'm in fourth grade. This high school is in here. I'm, it's all booty everywhere. You hear me? Like, but that's what we did. And you know, I was exposed to ratchetness, ratchetness at an early age. I think a lot of kids were man. Like, I think around like middle school for me. Remember, I went to my first like middle school party, and I saw all that bumping and grinding. I ain't never seen it before, and I got excited. I was like, "What's going on?" Man, what bumping and grinding? They was doing the crybaby in the third and fourth grade. Man. People know what that is, man. I don't know. Y'all was on some. Y'all was on something different in St. Louis. Yeah, crybaby was on some little freaky shit, man. You don't even need to know when you're that young, but like. Okay, so my question to you is this, and. You know, you can you can think about this question. You got to say it. You don't have to answer all quick. You still want kids, right? Yeah, for sure. So, do you think you'll love your kids, your birth or her more than the kids that is not your blood? You think you'll have a stronger connection with, or would you love them the same? That's funny that you asked that. Me being that I don't have kids, I never experienced me having my own kid. But I, the great love that I have for them, for my woman's child, like, I, I have a great love for him. I care about him. It's everything that a father would do for a kid, I do. And it's kind of like when that come, I, I wouldn't have the answer. I couldn't, I couldn't even, like you said, I can't even give you this answer right now. So it would, it would probably be a spiritual experience when I have my kid that I never experienced before. And that would probably be bias, but at the same time. They still gonna get the same treatment. You, you know, being that I don't have any now, I, I, I can learn from the mistakes that I do have now. Okay, so speaking on, you know, things in the past and mistakes and stuff like that, right? Yep. So you dated, you had your fair share of girls that you dated, right? Yeah, for sure. So what what is the difference between a girl that has that has kids and one that, that that doesn't like what like what do you think you think there's a difference you think there's no difference you think one has a brings a bigger pro I think the ones that do have kids it they show you a little bit more on how life will go because you kind of be implemented in a system already or or the system comes to you and you guys remake a system and it's like they have more. Hmm. How can I say this? They have more on what's needed at the time for kids, or, you know, for their kid, or, or even financial reasons, or they have more to live for than just somebody who's just looking out for themselves and can move however they want to move. You, you go through your experiences with women who are single, who don't have kids, and, like, they don't, they don't know how to... I'm not gonna say they don't know how to, but they don't bring the same energy a woman do as if she as if she do have kids. If that makes sense. Yeah, that that definitely makes sense. 
I would want to finish this whole segment off on this. What would you tell a, a guy that is on the fence about dating a girl with kids? Like, what what game would you give give a a brother that's like, you know, like, yo, I got a girl, a girl that I really like, like, but she got kids, but I don't know. You are in a position to uh, be a leader of a household, especially if the woman is accepting of you, if she wants you to be, you know, in a relationship with you, and you guys go farther into a part to where, like, you are the leader of the household, she automatically will have a submissive way towards you. But you got to bring it too, though. You know, you got to be on your A game too. Like, you got to, if you're going to want to be in a relationship with a woman, you need to, you need to, you need to step up in the road to where, now I'm not saying being being the, the kid's father, but you got to be supportive of, of, of Rose. And, you know, once you get your house, you still let, you lay down the law no matter what, because, you know, they living with you. Or, you know, what what if the kid don't like you though? That's gonna you gonna have to have that talk. <laughs> but what, it, what talk that be like? I I, I want to know like it's kind of hard to actually be with somebody that when the kid don't like you though. That's what I'm saying. Like what? Like, the I, kid like, like I, I like it. Like to be honest, like I respect if women don't want to be with somebody because the kid may not like them, and that's because you got to realize kids get off give off honest energies. And, you know, like, it ain't, you know, it's if it's a reason why he don't like you, maybe because, you you, you know, you've been, you know, who you are and laying down the law and some things may change. Or if he don't like you because you're just a, somebody who may be deceitful. But kids, got they, they got honest energy, man. So, I like, it's kind of hard to be in a relationship with someone when a kid don't like you. Okay. Maybe that's something you got to try to work out with, you know. And it depends on how old the kid is, too. You know. All the, all the opinions matter, but it's a, it's a matter of fact. Like, when kids are like, why you don't like them? You can't, you can't, you can't. My mom may have a conversation on why they may not like them or whatever. But when you're older, it might be a conversation, a different conversation and a different momentum as far as. Uh, how that relationship may turn out if a kid not may not, you know may not like you or not. How would you handle that? That's my thing. I don't like. Ah, uh, this is this is my uh, whole fear when it comes to dating the girl. It's like it's the kid aspect of it because it's like you know what if I, what if I get attached to this kid and me and the mom don't work out? It's like do I got to end my, my relationship with this kid? It's like. It's just too many different relationships, and you know you only, you, you only sign up for true. one. You sign, well, you sign up for one, but I mean, you you accept others that are like you know sub parts of the main thing. But at the end of the day, it's like all right, if one don't work out, it's just like yo, is all the relationship over? Like, what if you and the and the kid kick it off, and like you're really their mentor, and they look up to you. You can't see the kid no more. You can't, like, tutor the kid up no more. It's tricky, man. That's what I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. I have an inclusive mindset. I like the fact to know that my family is, like, really from me. Maybe because I had a small family. Maybe I'm the last of my name. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it's like I want my kid to be mine. No, I feel that. 
I feel that. And I felt that way at one point in time. But like I said, as I got older, things changed. And now I'm getting open now, ladies, you know, to like one kid. I'm getting open to it. I ain't, <laughs> yeah, okay. I ain't gonna, I, you know, I ain't all out there, but I'm open, I'm open to it. If you got one kid, I mean, you know, we can still talk. But uh, and that's what my 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 mother and, and and you and that's cool, man. You can have standards. That's fine, bro. Me, I got standards. My girl only got one kid. You know, like I I'm like I don't want to I don't want to bust low. I'm not trying to be a head coach of a football team or a starting five. You hear me? I I, I came to the, just you know. And I think you lucky because then you tell me that like her. Her baby dad is cool, like yeah, you know it's yeah, and and, and that's, that's a the big, that's, that's a big the mature too, thing. Yeah, that's the mature thing because when we first got together, it was more so like you know he didn't need a father because his father was actually in his life. It's not bad, like you know they got he got a you know he had a relationship with his girl, and you know he had you know he got a kid. He just had a kid recently. It was just a mature situation. You know, and it's it was like like that with my people, and my 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 girl actually grew up with a stepfather. It was kind of like our, our family has the same dynamics, and her father and her stepfather are actually cool. Like it's it's not about it's hard when it's like that. Why why not? If you're gonna be a village, why not be a village? You know, it's not gonna be too demanding when it's that way because. Egos and pride and be in the way, and it's like so. Blood's not thicker than water. No, no, not at all. Okay, okay. I okay. seen, I seen blood kill people. <laughs> I seen, you know what I'm saying, Trey. I seen blood kill people. You know what I'm saying. I seen water stay thick. You hear me? Yo, I hear you, bro. My boy, yo, you ever had somebody say some deep shit and it just sounds so funny, but it really, it really means some shit. Like, yeah, what the fuck? And yo, anyway, all right, all right, all right. So, you know, enough of all this serious stuff. You know, we about to get into some of the daily, daily media that's been going off. So recently, you know, there was a, a music war for the charts. My boy Ye dropped down to two weeks ago, and your boy Drake. Drop CLB Certified Lover Boy on Friday, September third. I just want to know what album did you like the most so far? I know you said you haven't finished digesting both projects, but off the listens you played so far, which one is resonating with you the most? For the record, I want people to understand that Kanye, bullshit, man. Kanye West has always been one of my favorite artists, and still to this day. Even though that I have not digested both projects, I listen to both projects all the way through. But as I tell Traven, I don't feel like that I can give a, a, a great analysis because it hasn't grown on me yet. So this is what I'm going to say. I feel like Kanye production is just always and always will be excellent. Always. And I feel like, you know, he's always been a trendsetter with fashion. Um, he's still he's still a trendsetter with fashion. Even with production, people are gonna follow, you know, follow the wave. Maybe not now, but y'all gonna remember this podcast. Maybe about five, ten years from now, 
We're going to hear a little bit more productions that sound quite similar to what Donda sound like. But what I digested so far, I'm going to be honest, I like Drake's music. I like the I like the last the last album a little bit better right now because I feel like I, I relate to the lyrics a lot more. No, well, no, nah, not relate to the lyrics. Let me let me say that. Let me not take it back. He give more lyrics than what Kanye did in the album. And uh, I, I mean, I like the features. I mean, Drake is, you know, he got the same sound. He got different identities when he rap, I believe. And like I said, Kanye is just a little different. And he he his music definitely grows and it, it gets better as it, as it, as time goes on. But he, neither there. Um, I think Isaiah Rashad album is a lot better than both. If I had to choose. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. <laughs> let me let me do my skit, Bayless. Let me dissect everything this guy just says. I'm gonna just cut to the chase because this man was just saying a whole bunch of bullshit. Like <laughs> he was saying a whole bunch of bu- uh, bullshit for no reason. No. All right. So let me let me let me get into my whole opinion with these albums. So I think Drake CLB Certified Lover Boy. Off of first listen, I like it better than Kanye West joint. But you want to know why I want to be truthful about? I feel like Kanye West, his album is more for the concerts and performing it, you know? Drake is not known for his performances. I put money if we both go to a Kanye West uh, concert and a Drake concert and hear both these albums. I put money, we'll both say Donda is a better project. Because he going to perform to the, to the fact where you want to feel it and your spirit and your soul, because Kanye West gets you from all your senses. He get he gets you from your sight, your ears. But that music go through your pores. Come we, on, man. But, we, but we're not listening in a, in a, in that capacity. We listening to it through our earbuds. We can't we can't experience. Everybody can't experience that. But I do agree with you though. I definitely agree with that. My whole thing with the whole album project is Drake always give you the same kind of feeling and vibe, like. You know Drake gonna give you a good a reggae tune here, a good R and B tune here, a talk shit record here. It's like predictable. You know what I'm saying? You know it's gonna be good, but are you ever surprised when you listen to Drake? Like, nah, I don't think I'm ever surprised when I listen to Drake. And that's just me being real. So, so, but you said you like the you said you like this album better though, right? I did like his album better because I feel like it's a good album that you can play in the car or, or, or in your headphones, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? I said I feel like Kanye was the type of album that ten years from now, motherfuckers are gonna be like, yeah, that shit was low key a, a banger. So at the end of the day, you said I wasn't saying shit. You just said what I just said. Fuck no, I ain't say what you said. <laughs> you did. No, I, no, I said I said it in a, in a quicker bout, but I'm saying this. I'm saying like, yo, for real, Drake. Only reason why he always comes out on top because he give us the same old shit that we expect. If you like chocolate chip ice cream, if a motherfucker give you chocolate chip ice cream every time, how you gonna feel? You gonna like that shit, right? But Kanye West come with different flavors. Different. He, you right. He, he come with that cookies flavors. and cream. That butter peak, that butter pecan. But Drake can give you, like I said, he give you that different variety of, of, of personalities. Like he can give you, you know, just with the first song, it gave you more like a, you know, how you come on Tuscan leather or like a, diplomatic immunity. 
you know, he, he set the tone and and then and, and then it flows from there. But like I said, he 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 got different. Whatever you want to feel, you can go to that and that section of Drake, and he'll give it to you. Let's break this down. Isaiah Rashad album is not better than either one of them niggas. Honestly, I thought his album was just all right. That's me personally. I feel like Isaiah Rashad is stuck in that that Wale effect. Don't know his sound yet. Still doing different different sounds here and there. Like a few songs sound cool, but I don't know. I know he I know he lyrically hard. I know he talented, but some of his music just don't speak to me. It don't speak to you. No, it don't. So what what, what speaks to you, Trey? What what album this year speaks to you? That Nas. That Nas. That's why I say I low key think Nas King Disease Two is better than both Kanye West and Drake Project. The motherfuckers don't want to talk about it though. I gotta listen to it. I, I ain't even gonna sit here and, and fake it with you, man. Like I like I haven't heard. Like I heard it. Yeah, I don't like this fact either about Drake. Cause one thing is this: the album was good, but they I saw something that he broke the record where he was like on a top twenty-one spot. Like he had each each song was on, was like a, like on a twenty-one spot like chart list somewhere. I'm like, yo, his 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 album was not that good to be like charting like that. I'm sorry, but it's it's just, it's Drake though. Man, I don't know. He he, he told you this a few years ago that he he just a record just dropped just because his name is Drake. And, let, and let's talk about this. And uh, me and me and my boy Miles having this discussion before this. I was saying this, yo, Drake don't create waves. He just rides them. He'll he'll get on on a hot artist and it'll make the song hotter because Drake's on it. But really, he's getting on the next hot thing. I.e. the Migos, I.e. Uh, a little a little baby, you know what I'm saying? Like he getting on songs with them, like he he giving them a boost, but he know these niggas going to be like the next five years, so they going to return the love. Like Drake, Drake smart, I give him that. It's the Jay Z blueprint. I wouldn't say all that because Jay Z don't like niggas, yo. Drake actually, <laughs> Drake actually like like niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like if if he don't fuck with you, he really don't fuck with you. Like he don't really fuck with Kanye West. But that's a different story. But yeah, like Drake is more of a like I'll reach out to you and connect if I actually like your music. You know what I'm saying? Like he's one of those type of people. Like I told you, he uh signed a motherfucker I went to school with uh, as a producer, my, my boy Mike Zombie. If you don't know Mike Zombie, follow him. Follow him. He make amazing beats. Purchase them. I uh, love you know Woman Bro. But you know if he see talent, he gonna sign it. You're right. That is smart, though. Not only does he find the sound, but he he adapts. What sound did did Drake make? He None. didn't make no sound. Oh, the OVO sound. No, the OVO sound is based off of fucking eight-way heartbreaks. Like, what are you talking about? Man, the the, the, the past little, fifteen the, years, the little, the little, you know, the past fifteen years have been based off of the little singing heartbreak. and shit, like the you know. Kanye was did it first, man. I ain't that like was, it at the that time. That was more auto But he was ahead though. of his time. That was more auto Niggas be auto-tuning now, too. What do you mean? You think Drake auto-tune? Yes. All the time? Yes. Tory Lanez, yes. Fucking uh, Roddy Rich, yes. Who the fuck is name? Moray, yes. Who the other nigga? Fat nigga. Rod, Rod Wave, Yes. I don't listen to Rod Wave. Me, me neither, but I know a lot of people that do. Man, I feel that, though. But Drake, like, you, you just got to give it to him, bro. I give it to him, yo. He, he you is. You got to give it to him. Like, shit. He like, is Tim Duncan. 
You know what I'm saying? Like Tim he, Duncan. He Tim Duncan. He the he the best at the position he played. You know, he's solid, five rings, longevity. You know what I'm saying? But he's on the decline. I mean, everybody has a decline. But it's kind of hard to not, not uh, if yet. numbers if numbers not Kanye. If numbers don't lie, I mean, is he really? Because what you just you just state facts that all twenty one songs is like number one. Like numbers don't lie. That mean like anytime I, I drop like, something, I feel like it's so easy to fucking get those streams nowadays. Like everybody has a phone. Like back in the day, motherfuckers had to get up off their fucking ass, drive to Best Buy, Radio Shack, and buy a CD. Now motherfuckers has got a, a, a click away. So is that his fault? I ain't saying that it's his fault, but I'm saying it's not as impressive to me as when motherfuckers back in the day was doing a million in a week motherfuckers actually getting up off their ass to get the album. Man, that sounds like how them old heads sound and like them old NBA players we talking about how like they wouldn't be able to play back in the in the day because the game too soft now. Man, I ain't saying all of that. But man. I'm just saying that's a comparison, though, man. It's just like you can't, like, if, if it was easy, everybody would do it. One out of 21 songs and number one. Like, everybody would be able to do that. Only nine of 21 songs was good, man. On Drake and, and that's in your opinion. But there are other songs. No, that is facts. Like, I am right 95% of the time. 5% you wrong. And them numbers are saying that one out of 21. Motherfuckers really don't want to talk about it. It's the light skin effect, man. Like, Drake is a chameleon. One minute he could be black. One minute he could be Spanish. One minute he from Canada, eh? And then, like, he, he one minute he from Houston. He changed up his flow so many times to just jock other nigga waves. And it's just like, you know, Kanye West don't do that. He make his own sound. And what motherfucker do with Kanye West? Oh, he doing that? Oh, we biting that? Are we going to flip it and ride that wave? So shout out to Kanye West, man. You know, the greatest so in the, in the, the greatest the, artist of our generation. And I, I, I agree. Like I like I said in the beginning of the, of the podcast that he's my favorite artist. But again, what I'm going to say is that they have different styles. You right. I do believe that Kanye, would, whatever he does now, ten years later, is gonna, it's gonna be relevant to other rappers and other artists. And the funny thing is, is that Drake may still be around with those other artists, <laughs> probably biting them the, styles, as you say. The funny thing is, this is this is what I tell any Drake listeners or Drake fanatics out there. This is how I can kill you when it's. Who better when it comes to career-wise between Kanye West and Drake? Top three albums for each artist. Who got the best top three? It's Kanye West off rip. Like, I agree. Any any Drake fan cannot argue with me. I'm sorry. What are the what are the Kanye art what are the Kanye albums in particular for you? For me, I would say College Dropout, Molly Registration, and I would say My Twisted Dark Fantasy. Those are mine. Hey, I guess great minds think alike. Oh, yeah, those are mine. Let me tell you the reason, though. Like, at each at each stage was a transformation. I think that my uh, my Dark Twisted Fantasy, my Deep Dark Twisted Fantasy, he was at, a, like, one of his rarest forms of just being able to bring all the music that he did in Fruitation. You know what I'm saying? 
I fuck with it. This is how I feel like his thing was. I think with College Dropout, he was dropping a lot of like old projects, but it was still fresh because it was like he had a new sound that a lot of motherfuckers wanted to hear. You know what I'm saying? And he was talking about different shit, like common man shit. He wasn't talking about robbing niggas. He was talking about working at a job, and he's like working a slave shit. Motherfuckers ain't treating it right. Motherfuckers think he's stealing from his old job and shit like that. Like stuff like motherfuckers really go through. Relate, like that's relate a, to. Yeah, real relatable shit right there. I felt like on his uh second album, I feel like that's when Kanye West was just talking this shit, yo. You know what I'm saying? That's that's like when he was like, all right, you know, I'm in my mode right now. Like I got a buzz out there. I'm I'm gonna do my thing. And my twist of fantasy, I feel like that's when he was just like, you know what? This is like movies. Like I ain't making like like just music. I'm making like a whole production, pretty much. Crazy. But okay, so 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 what what other artists you don't think get enough respect out here, yo? Mm. Get enough respect? I don't have nobody that really come to mind, man. Because everybody that I listen to get respect. Nah, I think the person who needs some more respect is uh your boy Smino. Mm. Yeah, okay. That's good quality music you talking about. I feel like he should be bigger than what he is, man. Man, but, you know, we, we don't decide that. I'm not the one that decide that. You're a consumer. I mean, I, I listen to his music. Yeah, you're right. But as far as, like, him being big as what he need to be, I feel like that's a, 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 a industry fundamental era. You feel me? Like... When you talk about certain stuff and how you flow and how you handle yourself, it's not going to get as much publicity as people that do the things that they want you to do as far as being a, you know, talk about violence, talk about stuff that don't really have substance but is able to influence. I feel like that's what a lot of the industry is about. Or as far as Smino or him having this popularity or as big as he needed to be but like you know time will tell still he's still you know he's young he still got time all right so last random question if you could live in any era of music what era would it be the era that i lived in oh yeah no nah, i'm picking the 90s dog I, I i feel like i lived in the 90s you, you don't you didn't nah, live in the 90s it was more of a 2000 it was like 99 to, two, to like a thousand feel so i don't really count that Mm. Nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to live in like '94 when crack was like, like That's I the don't 80s. think. Nah, That's I know the 80s. '80s was all was yeah. But what, what was Nas talking about in '94? What was he talking about? I mean, they was doing shit, but it wasn't that bad. Yo, I would take that hip hop, that R and B. I would take yo that whole type of feel out there. It was like so many different genres of music for you. You got that dance, like you like dance uh, music. You got that kid and play feel. If you want to listen to real hip hop or like gangster shit, you can listen to N.W.A., Tupac and Biggie and they prime. Like, I can only imagine me going to a Biggie concert like that shit. Yo, talk about fanning out, yo, for real, for real. Like I'd be like, yo, this shit is legit. It's just different, man. No, nah, I, I believe it was a different experience. I, I, I definitely feel. Oh that. yeah, and also Freaknik. 
Back when uh, Uncle, uh, Uncle Luca was going, that ass was going crazy in Florida. Yeah, that's back when them, they was they was getting down, man. No, nah, I feel that, but I, I think when I, I I grew up at a, at a good time, I feel like I, I got a, a nice a nice piece of a good music, man. Like, people that's really stamped in music, like you know, they don't really talk about. All right. So, you know, I'm going to wrap it up. I don't want to make this episode too long. So, real quick, what would you tell a young man trying to make it right now? For everything that you earn is yours to keep and to understand that wealth is exerted or is, is, is comes wherever the energy is exerted. So, it can be anywhere in the world. Wherever you put your mind to, it can really become it and that's all and y'all need to just remember just to keep it real man i appreciate it brother finally got this man out it's been a pleasure man any last words you want to drop your social media before i let you go dj underscore big john man follow me damn say that again but a little bit lower god damn <laughs> my bad dj underscore big john on IG, follow me. And you know it's your boy Trader Realist from our last conversations, man. You know it's all love. Remember to like, subscribe, and share. I also have a Patreon. If you got love for your boy, donate to the Patreon and subscribe. It is www.patreon.com slash rac podcast alright so if you got love for your boy subscribe to that you know I drop my content early there drop exclusive stuff show love anything any proceeds you give makes the show better so I would appreciate that so if y'all need anything got your businesses up hit me up so I can support you guys too it's all love it's your boy Trader Realist peace mm-hmm.